you could please pray the words, Come Holy Spirit, with me three times. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit upon myself and please give me the gift of tongues. And please give everybody here the gift of understanding. So that we may leave here changed with a new perspective on how you call us to live. Please remove all distractions, anything that is not of God for our minds, bodies, and souls, so we can simply receive the good news of the gospel today. Make all these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. When I was in seminary, which is where you study to be a priest, during the summertime, we would have different summer assignments. And my first summer assignment was with Catholic youth expeditions up in Door County. And it was something I always heard about, but I never did. So I went up and I just felt I want to be a part of it uh, as a summer staff member. And I, I learned so many things while I was there. Uh, but one thing was just being an athlete. I had a lot of wounds in my heart, just always you know, playing sports and, and being on people who never uh, seemed to say that they, they knew Jesus or they loved Jesus. They might go to church, but they weren't authentic witnesses. And one thing that was one of the changing points of the summer, it was so minor, but it was so big for my heart, was when we were playing alternate frisbee. And I, I'm not an alternate frisbee guru. I played college in, college baseball. It was not my shtick. Uh, but I could catch a ball, right? So I, I could do that. But there was one time when we were playing, and these, you know, they're all like just super good at it. I'm just kind of like, okay, we'll figure this out as we go. But there's one time in this little small moment that I just noticed that this is different. Sitting there, hands are open, waiting for the frisbee. It's just a simple, smooth toss, and the ball hits, or that, sorry, the frisbee hits me in the hands, and I don't catch it. And what happened next is what changed my life that summer. No one made fun of me. How many times in, in your life and in my life, you know, people are just mean. And we're just looking for something, somewhere where people actually authentically love one another. For those who are athletes who are here today, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sometimes we are so mean and we make so many jokes towards others. Um, but the thing is, there's nothing attractive about that. Like nobody wants to be a part of a community or a classroom or a group of people where all you do is tear each other down. If you do, come see me after mass. We got something to talk about. We really have to really look at that um, because St. Paul is, is drawing our hearts into a different way of living. The mission statement of the Newman Center is we joyfully offer a different way to live. And I think sometimes we're sick and tired of being sick and tired of just kind of the way the world is going. I mean, who here wants to see people on their cell phones more often while you're having a conversation with them, right? Or who here wants to be around people who just complain about this, that, and the other? Or who here wants to be around a group of people who constantly gossip? And I'm not saying we're a perfect, perfect community, but I think the Lord is drawing each of us, he's calling each of us by name today, just to simply look at St. Paul's second reading. St. Paul says, in whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, which is like covering everything, do everything for the glory of God. So the first thing is, do everything for the glory of God. Some of us, we struggle with pressure. Uh, we have pressure to perform, whether it's in the classroom or on the athletic field, or, uh, you know, playing musical instrument. We have so much pressure because we're actually really good at what we do. Um, but when you focus on giving the glory to God, 
the one thing is, is you point to him, and you, you see this right now. You see, like, Rock Purdy. You see different people who are Christian athletes getting ready for the Super Bowl. They just said, I, I just want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that, what that does, it takes pressure off of them to do everything for the glory of God. That means if someone says, hey, you did great, the answer is all the glory to God. Like, I don't have to put, my pressure, put any pressure on myself because everything I have comes from somewhere. Like, for us today, like, like, what do you have that hasn't been given to you? Your intellectual capabilities, your physical capabilities, your athletic capabilities, everything comes from God. And wouldn't it just be normal just to give thanks and praise to him for what he's given you and not to complain? Like, St. Paul talks about this, this, this need to, to imitate him because he imitates God. But before that, he just leads our hearts into something that our world is literally starving for. He's talking about this need to empty himself for the good of others, to die to self, someone who is selfless instead of being selfish. And I don't know about you, but when you meet someone who's constantly talking about themselves or what's in it for me, what's in it for me, what's in it for me, having this victim mentality, there's no, there's no victory in being a victim and always, always complaining about what's in it for me, what's in it for me. St. Paul was willing to do whatever it took to save people. He's willing to die to self. And that's what makes a community different when they, when they see an opportunity to say, I don't even like doing that as long as it's moral, right? I don't even like doing that, but I'm going to do it because you love doing that. Because I want to help, I want to help, I want to get to know you. So we lower ourselves for the sake of others. And the last thing, just to, to keep it simple today, because I know a lot of our brains are distracted with the Super Bowl. Maybe it's just me. Um, but St. Paul says, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Like there's, if, there's one, if there's one virtue, maybe you could think of it, or one characteristic um, that makes Christianity attractive, I would say it's gratitude. Have you ever been around somebody who says they love Jesus, but they complain about everything? Like, gratitude and loving Jesus go together. Ingratitude and loving Jesus, it doesn't go together. Bishop Rickon, our bishop, will be here in about a month to celebrate Mass when he was with the priest this past summer. He said, brothers, count your blessings. And when you, when you run out, count some more. And when you run out, pray to God, pray to the Holy Spirit to count some more blessings. We all have so much to be grateful for. And we have people to be grateful for, too. None of us are here on our, on our own. People have invested into us. They've, and then the thing is to honor them. And, to, and that's what, what St. Paul is doing. He, he had this encounter with the living person of Jesus, and it changed his whole trajectory in his life. Wouldn't it be weird if he just complained about it the whole time? It was it easy? No, but he always gave thanks and praise to God. He gave glory to God, even when it was difficult. Because as soon as you and I start complaining, like the Holy Spirit's like, I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to be around an ungrateful community. And, some, and please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying if something's difficult, you can't vent. But I'm also saying, like, let's just be real and practical here for a second. Any, wor- any words you and I use where it's, I have to, I have to go to class, I have to go to this performance, I have to go to practice, that's all slave language. 
you're under the yoke of Satan if you have that language. The, 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 the art and the act of gratitude, a soul that's truly grateful in the Lord, everything becomes I get to. I get to go to class. I get to go to practice. I get to go to the Newman Center. I get to go to Mass. And there's a, a deeper sense of gratitude. But the thing is, that's different and that's worth imitating. But the thing is also, it's such an easy change. It's such an easy change to make. So your challenge for Lent, for me, is never complain about anything ever again. <laughs> or at least complain less, right? And the thing is, we're going to hear this, this Wednesday, St. Paul is saying, now is acceptable time. Now is a day of salvation. So what, you, what should you be more grateful for? Who or what are you taking for granted? Because we have an invitation to imitate Jesus Christ. And there might be times where you feel like you're on the cross and you can complain, like, this is so hard. Or you could say, Jesus, did you ever have it hard? And you look at the cross and he's like, you're actually sharing intimacy with me. You know what it feels like. I'm giving you a sliver from my cross. And then mysteriously, I say, thank you, Lord, for letting me feel this pain. Because maybe now I have compassion for those who have it worse than me. Or maybe you've been, you've been injured and, you, and you're coming back off it and you know what it feels like not to play and now you have the, the opportunity to walk more or to do what you used to not do. And there should be, just be a sense of gratitude. Maybe you have a bed to sleep in. There's so many people who are homeless. Maybe you have clean water. There's millions and millions of people in the world who don't have clean water. And you have a place to worship. And there's places, if they did what we're doing right now, you might be killed today. That's the reality we live in. And when we complain, like the Holy Spirit just says, I'm out. I don't be a part of it. Or gratitude. What happens when you and I are more grateful is the Lord stretches your heart and you're able to receive the graces you need to imitate Jesus. So we pray for you, Holy Spirit, to fall upon us and fill us with a heart of gratitude. Please reveal to us five things that we should be more grateful for right now so we can for sure give glory to God and live for others, not just for ourselves. So come Holy Spirit, fill us with a heart of gratitude and please remove all temptations to complain this week and this rest of the semester so we can live lives worth imitating to lead more and more souls to Jesus. Amen.